Hello fellow listeners, this is Diane and welcome to episode 2 of the Structure Podcast. In this episode we'll be discussing the overall similarities and differences between the narrations and perspectives of the Sword and the Stone and the Hunger Games stories. First, I would like to introduce the theme and the overall comparison points that I'll be likely to discuss in this podcast. One of the common themes presented in both of these stories was being the roles that each character had to fulfill, more specifically that they were destined to a certain prophecy slash fate by a bloodline or even the environment. Another common theme was that both of the characters had a special instrument that they could only wield slash use that no one else had managed to use. Narration of the stories that I'll be discussing in today's podcast. First, The Hunger Games. This novel takes place in Panem, a dystopian country built on what was once the North America. In a world of limited resources, the despotic government ran by the capital keeps its citizens in line by separating them into districts and reinforcing severe class separations. The capital of Panem develops a controlling rule where 12 districts, by forcing them each to select a boy and a girl, described as the tribute and to compete in the nationally televised competition called the Hunger Games. Every loyal citizen must watch the direct deaths of youth until only one destined youth remains alive. The main goal of all the youths is to take a prize of food for home for his slash her family. The main issue in this series is the lack of available resources needed for necessary survival of each family. Now the second narration, Sword and Stone, taking place in the Arthurian English, when every aspect of ordinary people was based upon level and the bloodline. Whether you were a peasant or a noble, nobody had more control than the king or his family members. With Arthur being a member of the royal family, he was able to pull out the Sword of the Stone by accident because his brother needed a sword and Arthur didn't have one, so he needed to compromise, which no one was able to do. And then he was declared king without any arguments because he was a member of the royal family. We can categorize many similar viewpoints between these two stories that are presented. First, might and right perspectives. Both of the authors view strength and justice as a symbolic relationship between the characters and their general missions. The meaning of might and right attempts to postulate that there are many alternatives to slow, solely derived justice dictated by force. Second, irony of court. There are so many rules of politeness and tribally that are important that some that comes elaborate moral codes of conduct that simply cannot be debated from force ruling. Since the higher government slash the royal family thinks that control and obedience is made for dictatorship and right o- control over people, some people chose to rebel over that choice in bold stories. Third, importance of war in the Middle Ages and a dystopian society. In the Middle Ages, there were many political factions all vying to come to prominence. War was therefore necessary and not avoidable. They also learned much from the animal kingdom about how to maintain a civilized society without the need for brutality or combat. Not, however, not in the dystopian society. Fourth, important tools and bloodlines to gain dictatorship over level or level over people. 
and the sword in the stone, the sword played an important role in Arthur becoming a king, and his royal bloodline helped him to do so. Katniss used her own strength and a special tool, which was the arrow, to beat other contestants. Her bloodline slash family status actually made her fight for food and power. Cussing the similarities, now let's go on to the difference between the viewpoints in these stories. First, in this word in the stone, there was a sign of silliness of the aristocracy. It is clear from the story that the author has little time for the rank and privilege bestowed on the aristocracy and his knights are largely buffons, although generally amiable and pleasant ones. In Hunger Games, there was silliness of the democracy government. Severe class divisions and brutal adjustments to its citizens is masked by vacuous entertainment resonating with our contemporary world, which gives the novel an edge that distinguishes it amongst the many other runaway young adult successes. Its narrative is refreshingly honest with its reader and about the effects of poverty and death in such a vast society with majority of the young society living there. Additionally, in the Hunger Games series, stated that an individual person has the ability to overcome the power of tyrannical government and Katniss was residing in a coal mining district where every bit of food was valued. However, in the Sword of the Stone book, Arthur was one of the higher powers and had to only overcome his fear as being a king with everything has feet and without the help of his royal father. Now, in conclusion, we can see that in both stories there were flaws, particularly with the higher power, and there was some unbalance with, and some sort of hatred to everyone based upon status and power. Also, they were unique, not comparable with other people based upon skill or bloodline, which mainly allowed them to use some ordinary skills people can't use. Now, I would like to thank you for following me in along this podcast of differentiating and comparing the viewpoints both others had to display consist- consistently throughout their individual stories. Thank you and have a wonderful time listening to the other podcast.